Hello loved ones, welcome to Depression Ain't It, I'm Chanel and we are continuing the conversation about being delusional and reframing our feelings on that word and how we're creating a new life for ourselves, right, 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 right? So if you've heard of Neville Goddard, well first of all if you haven't heard of Neville Goddard, go look him up several videos on youtube whole wave incredible but if you have you know about his teacher abdullah and if you know anything about abdullah this guy lived his whole life in delusion now he was a black man from ethiopia he was jewish but then also he taught neville goddard how to create using his imagination so I have to be very careful about what I say here because I don't want anyone to get the wrong impression. But as a black, as black people, we can really love our blackness and be proud about everything that comes with it. But we're also taught that it can be a hindrance or it can hold us back. And that belief system then starts to create things that are reflected back to us in the world but Abdullah didn't live like that in the 1920s in New York when black people weren't able to go to certain places he was going to those places he was going to the upper house he was experiencing life in the fullest on the upper west side and he wasn't removed from a full experience because of his black skin now help me y'all because I'm not saying that black people aren't treated differently because we are but I'm saying that you really experience it if you believe it. This is a part of the reason why I believe I carried myself feeling inferior for so long and I just wasn't aware because it was so ingrained into my being. So black or not i really want you to think about what you have so ingrained into your being that you're not even aware about how you're carrying yourself through life because of it Nevergata tells this very famous story about when he was living through the great depression and in new york and his whole family is from barbados and he wanted to go home he all of a sudden started missing home but he didn't have any money he could barely eat because you know he was a dancer it was the Great Depression and didn't nobody care about no dance during the Great Depression. And he was a student of Neville's, of, excuse me, he was a student of Abdullah's at the time. And Neville told him, you don't want to go to Barbados, you're in Barbados. And slammed the door on him. So I've been hearing lately that this slamming the door, even though it was rude, <laughs> it was, it's a metaphor for slamming the door on your past, your, your previous way of being and it's a jolt into your new state of being. So Neville had to experience himself being in Barbados and thinking about New York from Barbados instead of thinking about being in Barbados from New York. So what does that come with? You're thinking about the weather, you're thinking about the ocean, the smell in the air, the people you're gonna see, the warm feeling that is in your, in your body. And then his brother wrote him a letter saying that 
they wanted him to come home so that all the kids could be together for the first time because I think his siblings were like of a quite a large age range so they all weren't at home at the same time and he was one of the youngest so they sent for him to come home and um, there was he was supposed to come home first class on the boat but there were some seating issues and so he went back to um, to Abdullah and said I'm going home but I won't be first class and and then Abdullah said to him again you're going you're in Barbados and you went first class and whatever the situation was it got rectified and he ended up going back first class just think about how delusional you have to be to be broke in the Great Depression I want to take your ass on a trip to Barbados and get there I think before that had happened he I think family had tried to get him to come home several times and he wasn't having it but when he finally decided he wanted to go uh, things worked out for him in the cre in what he created to get there Neville talks about testing a lot test and see what happens and testing and experimenting is such a healthy and a fun way of approaching the whole thing because if things don't work out in your favor, favor then you're like, okay, well, it was just a test, you know? I could see, experiment and see for myself. If it doesn't work, then hey, I'll try something else. But if it works, then it works and I could keep building on that. But Helene Hatzel, the lady that won all these lottery tickets and gifts and everything that she envisioned she would win and attract to herself she would she would never say that there was failure she would just be like there's a delay in results i haven't failed i've delayed the results and she was always in a place of expecting it to happen always expect it so that takes out the thought of what if it doesn't happen what if what if that what if that it, it, expectation is firmness in receiving so let me ask you a couple of things like that new car you want what is that just like what does that new car smell like for you what is the view outside your new home look like what are you doing in that day to prepare for your day I started practicing um, this visualization where I'll go to sleep and I'll see my day and revise my day. It's a day revision. Um, uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza talks about it, Neville Goddard talks about it. You can revise your day. So you can revise your day from something bad that happened and turn it into a good situation. Or what I do is just see my day the way I want it from my new home, my at my new gym, places I want to go to, the food I'm eating, um, the way my body is, and how I'm enjoying that life experience. My new bathtub, <laughs> just laying in the bath, listening to my favorite song. I listen to the um, music that makes me feel in that state of mind, in that space. I really spend time visualizing and feeling using my five senses to um, to create that life that's collapsing the wave that's seeing that vision of the future but then it's like also that future looking back on me now and seeing where I am now 
Does that make sense? I've heard that the reason we want the things we want is because our future self, and you know, everything is happening now, past, present, future. Our future self is where we're imagining to be. And the more clarity you have on that position, the easier it is to get there. So when you're playing with your imaginary ring finger and the ring on that finger, what does that ring look like? Is it gold? Is it silver? What's the diamond like? How do you feel about the diamond? Don't you love it? I love mine. I guess I should talk about this again. I've talked previously about feeling guilt about the things that I want. Uh, that's a part of feeling inferior. If there's anybody in your life that's making you feel guilty for the things you want, they need to go. <laughs> Bye. Remember, as guilty as people make you want to feel for this, you are the star of your show. This is your life, your experience, and no one should demean that for you. Dr. Joe Dispenza talks about this invisible field of energy that each one of us carry around our body all the time, 24-7, our entire life. And the more we react to things, people, situations outside of ourselves, it sucks on the energy and makes our field small. So we have less energy to create the lives we want because we're too busy. It, we're too busy giving it away to these outside influences. It's almost like everything that we have in this outside world that the powers that be, the structures have us focusing on instead of going within, within ourselves is eating up that energy force so that we cannot be the way we're the particle we're already pressed on into matter and then we're constantly reliving this pattern that we're trying to get out of when we're moving into particle then you try and control the outcome you try and force the outcome and i know exactly what that feels like me trying to get to one of my besties weddings last year was like me forcing I tried to force twist I, I did so much to make that happen and it just did not feel good it didn't feel good I got the outcome I wanted but what I went through and I'm still going through because of it, it it just doesn't feel good it feels so much better when things come to you instead of you forcing it and it is so exhausting to live life when you've sucked up all of your life source all of that energy, all of that that's around you in your energy field. But opening up your heart center and having a consistent elevated emotion is what leads to you widening that fit that field around you. And Dr. Joe says it can go up to nine meters wide, and that's where so much of your creative power lies. And that's connected heavily with meditation. So if you're on Spotify, you can um, reply to my questions there about if you've actually practiced being delusional, have you tested it? What's your experience been? I'd really love to hear about it. Um, until then, like next episode, Sunday, we will be talking about meditation. Thank you guys so much for being here. Until next time.